everybody. Welcome to Living in a Postcard. I'm Daisy Jordan, and this episode is going to be all about my books. I've wanted to do an episode about the books for a while because the questions I get asked most often about my writing are things like, which one should I read first? Or do they have to be read in a certain order? Or or is it all part of a series? and things like that. So I wanted to answer a lot of those questions and more here in this episode. This is a good intro to my books for anybody who's not familiar with them. And if you are familiar with them, this is a good refresher and can maybe help you decide what you want to read next. And I'll also, if you've read them all, give you a little preview of what's coming up next. So Uh, First off, just to kind of tell you what I write. Uh, My characters are anywhere from young adult, like the youngest characters I write about are kind of at the end of their eighth grade year, um, going into high school, and then all the way up to like late 20-something is kind of where I've left off most recently with some of my characters. And so the same characters do appear from book to book throughout many of my books and then there are what are kind of like spin-offs with one main character who kind of moves or goes to college or something like that and new friends that they make and that kind of thing but um I would say that all of my books stand alone uh but there are two distinct series that some of my books are part of, and I'll explain all that in more detail. And then uh, some of them are just standalone books. But uh, what most people tell me is they like to read chronologically, and that's what I would recommend with my books as well. And so that's kind of the order in which I'm going to talk about them. So uh, I I call my books beach reads, (laughs) but there is definitely something deeper there in every one of them if you want to find it. You can read many of my books in a day or two, um, but you can also read them more slowly. There's always a lot of foreshadowing, even in the ones I don't consider mysteries. There are lots of clues if you're looking for them about what's going to happen. There's lots of symbolism in all of my books and that kind of thing, if you like to look for that kind of thing, but you don't have to. You can just read it fast and read it for fun or Uh, you know, if it is fun for you, like I as a reader always like to try to figure out what's going on and kind of look for deeper meaning behind things. And so you can definitely do that with my books. And I will say that everything that I write means something. So every scene in there is there for a reason. Now, sometimes that reason is just a little gratuitous. Like for example, Uh, People tell me they love to read about Jill and Todd, and I love to write about Jill and Todd. And so I sometimes throw in little flirtatious Jill and Todd scenes just for fun, and that's the reason for them. But there, if you come across some scene that seems totally inconsequential, almost like what, why is this scene even in here? And maybe like, I'm thinking of one in particular in the book wrong all along. That's maybe three paragraphs long, maybe eight lines tops. That is one of the most important scenes in the book that people probably forget about. They just kind of read over it. It doesn't really seem important at the time. And some of the characters in that scene are not really major characters and just kind of whatever you forget about it, you move on. But that scene then comes back 
uh, two books later to be one of the most important scenes that could have maybe given you a clue to what was coming. So I am going to start by talking about the Spin the Bottle series. And if you want to read chronologically, there's two books that I recommend readers start with. One of those would be Really Good Friends, which is the first book in the Spin the Bottle series. The other one would be Urban Legends, which is the first book in the Not Like Paradise series. And I'm actually going to come back and talk about that series at the very end, which will make more sense when I do it. So I'm going to start with the Spin the Bottle series, like I said, and that book is about Jill, Hilton, Hillary, and Lorlin for good friends as they go through high school, and then Jill's best guy friend, Todd, as well. And of course, many other characters, but those are the main ones. And so Really Good Friends starts the summer before their freshman year of high school, and then there's basically a book for each year of high school. So after Really Good Friends is Wrong All Along, then Best Kept Secrets, and then Game Over. And the series is called Spin the Bottle because throughout the four books, they go to uh, lake parties at this guy Landon's house. And at many of those parties, they play Spin the Bottle with this huge group of people. So it's kind of a recurring uh, event throughout the books. And again, if you're looking for some symbolism, you can think about, you know, things coming full circle and all of that. And I won't go into all of that. I could do a whole another several episodes on different things, different uh, symbols in each book and that kind of thing. But um, for now, I just want to give you like basic plot uh, points and summaries and that kind of thing. And also there will be no major spoilers in this episode. So please don't worry about that. Um, I, I do love a good cliffhanger though. So at the end of most of my books, whether they're part of a series or not, you are probably going to find a cliffhanger to hopefully make you want to rush right out and get the next one that talks about those same characters or just the next one chronologically, which I do kind of go back and forth sometimes between between uh, focusing on one character than focusing on another character. So uh, anyway, the Spin the Bottle series, again, focuses on Jill, Laurelyn, Hilton, Hillary, and Todd as they go through high school. And it is just about their relationships, their friendships, their day-to-day life, their high school sports, their classes, just everything that high school encompasses. And I will also say I don't write in a typical Uh, format where there's like one big plot arc throughout the book that, you know, kind of comes to a head and then is resolved. And I don't have one main protagonist and one main antagonist. I just, like I said, write about their daily lives. And so I would view it, my books, more as like a TV series. Like if you think of TV series over the last several years that focus on high school students, like uh, Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, The OC, Euphoria, anything like that, you know, those evolve with the characters. One problem or issue might get resolved and they move on with life and something else comes up. So that is what my books are like. There's not going to be one situation that's resolved at the end of book one followed by another problem in book two. It's just, you know, moving on as their lives move on. And I don't necessarily have any idea where the book's going as I write it. I just kind of let 
their lives go and then I get ideas for what could happen next. Um, so I will, I will say that really good friends is my most, uh, tame or I say vanilla sometimes book because they are freshmen in high school, you know, and you know, there's some drinking at the lake parties and there's some minor hooking up and stuff like that, but it's not super scandalous. But then as spin the bottle goes on, definitely gets more and more scandalous. Uh, whereas in game over the senior year book, definitely having the most, uh, risque things happen or whatever you want to call it. Um, but definitely fun, uh, you know, just fun high school reads. And then following the spin the bottle series, um, I take the character Laurelyn, who is one of the four main friends in spin the bottle and follow her to college. And the book is called all that sparkles isn't real sapphire. Um, the title is based on she doesn't go to college with uh, any of her four best friends from high school. And so she meets all new roommates, sweet mates. She lives in a suite with four girls. And so there's a lot of new characters in this book. And one of her sweet mates named Jansen has this sapphire ring that she wears. And it is kind of, I would not call this book a mystery, but the ring is a little bit of a mystery, which you don't even realize at first. She kind of tells them a story about it. And then as the book goes on, they kind of come to realize it's not exactly what she said. And Jansen is from New York. And so they don't, you know, know much about her life before she came to college with them. And so that book follows uh, Laurelyn and then her three sweet mates, Zibby, Jansen, and Kyler, uh, from freshman year of college through like midway point of their junior year, um, where the first part of their junior year, Laurelyn and Zibby are studying abroad in Amsterdam. And the book kind of ends then at that halfway point through their junior year. And this book also heavily features the boys next door. So their dorm is one that has like girls sweet, boys sweet, girls sweet, boys sweet. And they become really close with the boys next door their freshman year. And so All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire follows all of their lives. Then uh, February of junior year of college, we switch back to Jill and Hilton and Todd's college lives. So again, these are characters from Spin the Bottle. And this book is called Everything Happens for a Reason. And this is actually the first book that I wrote. I wrote Everything Happens for a Reason when I was in college, and so I wrote about college characters, just kind of living it up on some big college campuses in the Midwest, and you might see some similarities in there to the Neon Cactus at Purdue, (laughs) although the university that Jill and Hilton go to is called Dale University. It's a fictional one that I just made up, Um, but it's about their lives, um, and then Todd, their friend from high school school goes to Eastern Indiana University, another school that I just made up for the sake of the book. And that uh, some of my friends who read that book loved those characters, Jill Hilton and Todd, and they wanted me to write more about them. And that's actually where I got the idea to go back because I had stated in Everything Happens for a Reason that they all went to high school together 
that I was able to go back and do this prequel series, Spin the Bottle, about all of them in high school. So just in case you're kind of keeping track or wanting to write this down, just going in order chronologically so far, we have Really Good Friends, Wrong All Along, Best Kept Secrets, Game Over, All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire, then Everything Happens for a Reason. So moving on from there, after Everything Happens for a Reason, uh, I decided to write more about Jill, Hilton, and Todd, and another character from Everything Happens for a Reason, Luke. And so this uh, next book is called Love Means Zero, and this one uh, features all four characters, but Hilton kind of stands out as a main character in this one, and she is a photographer and also a former tennis player. So the title Love Means Zero comes into play in several ways in this book. So near the beginning of this book, Hilton kind of has this chance encounter uh, with a famous tennis player named Hayden Bayless, who, again, I made up, who's one of the top-ranked tennis players in the world, where she gets this kind of compromising photo of him just by chance. And as a result of that, Hilton, and again, this all happens near the beginning of the book. This is not a spoiler. Hilton gets a job working as a photographer for a tennis magazine called Game Set Match. And so the rest of this book, Love Means Zero, follows her travels around the world to different tennis tournaments. And she's essentially following the men's ATP tennis tour. So everywhere they're going every week, she's going. And many weeks there's multiple tournaments, but she is at home very rarely. She's most of the year traveling and Love Means Zero follows her adventures on the tennis tour and her romantic interests slash entanglements with a couple of different tennis players and um, just some other interesting new characters in this book that come into play, like some celebrity girlfriends of different tennis players and that kind of thing. So this is one where like, if you're a huge tennis fan and maybe you don't really want to read about high school drama, I would maybe say start with Love Means Zero. It definitely stands on its own. I give background about Hilton and about Jill, Todd, Luke, enough that you can definitely just start with this book if you wanted to and move on from there. So then after Love Means Zero, I kind of go back to Laurelyn and her group of college friends, and the next book about them is called I Don't Want the Rest of Your Life, and this is Laurelyn and her friends uh, like finishing junior year of college, moving into senior year, and then moving into, for some of them, grad school, and for some of them, their careers. And so this book covers about oh gosh, like five years, I think. Um, so it, it, you know, it kind of jumps over some time or covers some time pretty quickly, but um, there's a lot going on in this book with, again, just romantic relationships, their day-to-day lives, um, a couple of the characters, including Laurelyn, getting her PhD in this book. Um, um, there's Uh, some stuff about her dissertation in there. She does it on a psychological topic about a love theory, like a theory about romantic relationships and friendships and so on that she has. Um, And then 
uh, following that book, I go back to Hilton and her life on the tennis tour. And I kind of go back and forth between Hilton Laurel and Hilton Laurel for the next few books. So the next book about Hilton then is called Living in a Postcard, the name of the podcast. And so like I said in the first episode of the podcast, living in a postcard is a term that Hilton and Jill come up with when they're just talking one night about like living your dream life now. You know, why wait? Don't put a postcard up on the fridge and think, oh, someday. You know, you can make your dream life happen right now. Whether that's doing what Hilton's doing, which is traveling around the world, seeing all these beautiful places, working for the tennis tour, and then also in Living in a Postcard, she is starting to work on a photography book that she would like to publish. Um, Or if your postcard that you're able to live right now maybe just means like every day you're taking time to spend time outside, you know, because part of your postcard, your dream life is you love to be outside and be in the fresh air, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, why wait? Take some piece of that dream life and try to capture it now. And so that is... Um, you know, what that book is all about for Hilton and Jill. And um, again, this follows some of the, you know, drama with the tennis players and their rankings and their slumps, and then also their dating lives and Hilton's dating life. And you definitely don't need to know anything about tennis to read this book. I actually put a little like, uh, intro at the beginning uh called you don't uh you don't want love once you know how to score (laughs) which is just a little and I put that at the beginning of all the books that are a little bit about tennis just to give you something to look at if you want to when Hilton is say at a match and talking about the score or something like that um just a little reference guide at the beginning uh also at the beginning of every book if I feel it's relevant I do like for the series, I do like a previously and spin the bottle, just like when you would start an episode of a TV show, it would say like previously on whatever show and give you a little like catch up of what you need to know that's going to come into play in this episode. I do that for the books in the series with stuff from previous books that is going to come into play again in this series or in this book of the series that would be important for you to know. And then in some of my other books that aren't really part of a series but have pre-existing characters, I put a little thing at the beginning like here are the pre-existing characters and like a two-line summary about them Um, just to give you a little like you know, in case you just need a refresher, in case this is the first book that you're reading. So after living in a postcard, I then go back to uh, Laurelyn and her friends once again. And this book is called A Stranger Thing. And I will say I wrote this book before I'd ever heard of the TV show Stranger Things before it came out. Uh, um, But this book is called A Stranger Thing for multiple reasons. Uh, Laurelyn in this book uh, has an interesting experience with the book L'Etranger, uh, the French book, uh, The Stranger by Albert Camus. Um, and, uh, and then there's just lots of things in this book where strangers kind of become fast friends or somebody that one of the characters felt like, that, you know, they've known for years and were best friends with is all of a sudden like 
a stranger. Like either they've changed or the character has changed or they've moved away from each other or they've fallen out of touch somehow or maybe they live together and all of a sudden they barely know each other. So there's many reasons why that book has that title, but this one follows Laurelyn and her friends post-college. Some have moved to Denver, some have moved to Chicago, um, some are living in New York, and then there's part of the book that actually takes place in Brussels as well. And so this one is, you know, it's following like Kyler and Jansen where they live, Laurelyn and Zibby where they live, and then um, some other of Jansen's friends and so on. And in this book, you really start to learn a little more about Jansen's past as a high schooler, teenager growing up in New York City. And then that then goes to the other prequel series I ended up doing, which I'll get to in a minute. So then following A Stranger Thing comes back to the next book about Hilton on the tennis tour, which is called Only May in Paris Will Tell. And this one, I would say, also A Stranger Thing, both of them get into a little bit of mysterious happenings. I still would not call them straight up mysteries, but there are some weird kind of things going on. Like in A Stranger Thing, um, there's a character who's getting married in Brussels and there's kind of some strange things going on surrounding her wedding. And then in Only May in Paris Will Tell, there is just kind of this story that Hilton and other characters have heard about in the news of someone famous who has disappeared and then it ends up like coming kind of close to home. Like they have a connection to it that they had no idea that they did. And it kind of comes up completely by surprise. So, uh, and again, they're all they're all cliffhangers, so I <laughs> hope you like cliffhangers. But the good news is, you know, you don't have to wait at this point. All these ones you're hearing about are published, so you can go right to the next one if you want to. Uh, so then um, after Only May in Paris Will Tell, that is the most recent, like, up-to-date, say, one that I've written where the characters, some of the characters are now, like, in their... Uh, like late 20s, like maybe 27, 28. Um, And that book definitely ends with a cliffhanger and I have not written the next one to follow that yet because what I did after that was go back and do a prequel series called Not Like Paradise. And this series uh, follows Jansen, who is Laurelin's college suite mate um, and her life growing up in New York City because as you find through All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire, uh, I Don't Want the Rest of Your Life, and A Stranger Thing, which those are the three books about Laurelin and her college friends, you keep getting like little pieces that like there's a lot you don't know about Jansen's life growing up. And you meet a couple of her friends from her life growing up and you kind of hear bits and pieces and she and her friends go to New York for spring break a couple times and they go to a summer party on the vineyard with some of her friends. But um, then in A Stranger Thing, Jansen sits down with Laurel and Kyler and Zibby and tells them everything. But you as a reader don't hear the story. <laughs> so uh, in... 
the Not Like Paradise series, that's where you have to go to find the story. So this series is made up of three books, and it's Urban Legends, Pandora's Box, and Mirrors in Blue Smoke. And this is the first mystery series that I did. This is a full-on mystery. It's about a secret society that um, it takes place in New York. And uh, so it's Jansen and her three best guy friends, Jason, Hirsch, and Clint. Uh, they try to start a secret society of their own, and they mean it kind of as a joke for their what they call their school friends. They consider each other like in themselves their real friends, and then their school friends are just that people they kind of hang out with at school, and they all attend private schools on the Upper East Side, um, you know, like a girls' school, boys' school, and they all come from quite a bit of money and live very privileged lifestyles, but they're all very real. Like, well, maybe not Clint so much, but uh, Jansen, Jason, and Hirsch, I think, I mean, I like them all. Like, to me, they're all likable characters. Do they make bad decisions? Absolutely. But I like all of them. Like, they're, Jansen and Jason, for sure, two of my favorite characters I've ever written, and I love Hirsch, too. Um, you know, again, is he, is he a great person? No, probably not, but there will be more to come of him in future books, and, you know, you just kind of have to wait and see, but I, this was when I came to it, my favorite uh, series I had written. I actually started it, I wrote it as one book, and it was way too long, so I broke it down into a series of three, and, Uh, so this mystery with the secret society ends up going, uh, pretty deep and it leads Jansen and Jason and eventually Jason's sister, Kella, who's a couple years younger on kind of like this chase all over like, um, you know, New York city, Europe, Vermont, where Jason's family has this kind of forgotten about summer house, just trying to kind of dig up secrets from Jason's family's past which all relate to the secret society. So it, and of course it's also about their love lives and their friendships and all that good juicy high school drama that I love and hopefully you do too. So definitely a lot of that in there as well. But this, this series was just so, so, so fun to write. Um, and it was just so different from anything I had written before. And So that is another starting point that chronologically you could start with the Not Like Paradise series, Urban Legends, then Pandora's Box, then Mirrors in Blue Smoke. Then from there, that leaves off with Jansen like leaving for college. So then you could go to All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire and read about Jansen, Laurelyn, Kyler, and Zibby in college and beyond. So, you know... I'll summarize the order again at the end, but really two good starting points are either really good friends about Jill and her high school friends or urban legends about Jansen and her high school friends growing up in New York, secret society. Um, Jill and her friends, just by the way, I don't think I said this, they are they grow up in Indiana, just like small town in the Midwest. Um, so then that the last book I published was Mirrors and Blue Smoke, the end of the Not Like Paradise series. So what I'm working on now is a four book series and I'm on book four, but I haven't published any of them yet. Uh, about Kella, Jason's sister. If you read the Not Like Paradise series, 
Uh, by the third book, you get to know Kella a little bit better, and she is a sophomore in high school by that point, so she's starting to have a little bit of her own storyline. And then the next series, which is untitled as of now, will follow Kella as she goes to boarding school and then to college in Paris. So right now I'm on book four. And also if you read A Stranger Thing, which again is about Jansen and Laurelin and their friends in their mid to late 20s, Kella is also a character in that book. So that could be potentially, depending on which order you've read the books, like your first introduction to Kella, and it will kind of tell you where she is at about age 24, 25, and that's okay because, again, it, it, well, I mean, I guess in a way it's a spoiler because you know something pretty big about her life. You have no idea how she got there. I had no idea how she got there. So that's what I'm having fun coming up with right now. And her series is also a mystery. Um, Her boarding school, her dorm is haunted um, by this girl who supposedly died there in the like 1940s and she was a twin and many students have like seen her ghost over the years and so Kella and her roommate Noli get really into this mystery of like trying to figure out more about this girl's life and you know no one ever really figured out what happened to her and there's a bunch of different theories and they don't even know was it suicide was it murder what happened um and then there's also Another mystery going on in this series, which involves the CIA, and I guess that's all I'm going to say for right now. Um, But if you read A Stranger Thing and Only May in Paris Will Tell, you might get a little bit of an idea how the CIA could become involved in Kella's series. So I'm going to stop there with the summaries and I'm just going to recap real quick. So you could either start uh, with the Spin the Bottle series. So if you started there, you would want to go in this order. Really Good Friends, Wrong All Along, Best Kept Secrets, Game Over, All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire, Everything Happens for a Reason, Love Means Zero, I Don't Want the Rest of Your Life, Living in a Postcard, A Stranger Thing, Only May in Paris Will Tell, and then finish up with the Not Like Paradise series, which is Urban Legends, Pandora's Box, and Mirrors in Blue Smoke. The other route you could go would be to start with Not Like Paradise and read Urban Legends, Pandora's Box, then Mirrors in Blue Smoke, then All That Sparkles Isn't Real Sapphire. Then after that, I would go back to Spin the Bottle and read Really Good Friends, Wrong All Along, Best Kept Secrets, Game Over. Then I would go to Everything Happens for a Reason. Then Love Means Zero. Then I Don't Want the Rest of Your Life. Living in a Postcard. A Stranger Thing. And then Only May in Paris Will Tell. Either way... Great order to read them in. Either way, great setup for Kella's series, which is coming next. So um, 
that's it, I think. That's basically what I wanted to do was give a summary uh, and just kind of let you guys know what my books are about. So please, if you have any questions, hit me up. I would love to answer them. You can DM me on um, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you would like. Um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at author Daisy Jordan. So hopefully this episode was helpful and feel free to reach out to me for more information or with any questions. And I hope you're all out there living in your postcards.